Thank you for joining us for the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife, Elizabeth. Today, Robert and Elizabeth will continue tackling life issues from a married perspective. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. So we mix it up, mix it up. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. One of the most amazing freeing things to realize I'm not worthy it's true I'm so wicked but he loves me and so he's working on that and I can't really work on it apart from he's it's his grace working in me transforming me changing me but his grace declares me righteous because of the fact that I acknowledge that I'm not and I've put my trust in him that faith he imputes to me as righteousness No matter how hard we might try, we cannot earn grace. In today's message from Pastor Robert, he teaches us that grace is a gift given to us, not by our works, but by the work of Jesus. Only through our belief in Him are we given grace. We're not worthy, but Christ and our belief in Him is what declares us righteous. Now here's Pastor Robert and Elizabeth in Romans chapter 3 with part 4 of their message, Grace for Grace. I think that the question that follows that, if you think of it as symptoms, if you're lacking it, it is a very good question. If you feel graceful, if you feel squeezed, where then am I not living in harmony with his word, with the truth? That's the obvious one. And it, it may not necessarily be an outward sin for me where, where grace most often leaves me and it's almost like someone stepping on my spine and there's not enough room, is when I'm not thinking the truth in myself. For instance, when I'm battling condemnation, which I often wake up in the early hours just full of condemnation and it's the enemy. It is not truth. It is not grace. But it's full of, oh, what did I say wrong? What did I do wrong? And I'll start replaying that before I'm even awake. That is not truth. It doesn't make me holy, it, doesn't, it is the enemy working on me. And the only way to get back with God is to recognize that for it's not in harmony with God's word. I cannot live a perfect life. I, if I try that, then it's so easy for the enemy to hound me. But if I stand on the grace, Jesus alone is perfect. If there's something I've done wrong, I'll repent of it and move on. I'll do what I can to rectify it. But these nebulas, it's just something wrong. I did something wrong, I am something wrong, is not of him, so it's not in accordance with truth. And that steals grace more than anything in the church. Sin and then that internal condemnation, I think is such a thief of grace. And then we go around having no comfort to give because we have removed ourselves from it by believing the lies of the enemy. Yeah. Yeah, one of the most common things that I deal with, especially with young believers, and I don't necessarily mean young in terms of their age, but you know, somebody that's just really beginning to to get to know the Lord and, and you know, really seriously pursue a depth of relationship with the Lord Jesus, there will be that, and you know, I talked about it on Sunday, but there will there will be that sense of unworthiness and and there will be this wrestling with, you know, am I really saved? Because I'm because I know me and I'm so unworthy of a relationship with the perfect holy one. 
And the beautiful thing about grace is that grace declares us righteousness. And, and the minute, you know, for me, it was one of the most amazing and freeing things to realize I'm not worthy. It's true. I am so wicked, but he loves me. And so he's working on that. And I can't really work on it apart from it. It's his grace working in me, transforming me, changing me. But his grace declares me righteous because of the fact that I acknowledge that I'm not and I've put my trust in him. That faith He imputes to me his righteousness. Romans 3.21, but now the righteousness of God apart from the law is revealed, being witnessed by the law and the prophets, even the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ to all and on all who believe, for there's no difference, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And, you know, that it, it frees us from the condemnation Elizabeth was talking about and from the pride of somehow thinking that I'm, you know, beyond that. A lot of times it's a good thing to remember, like JP was talking about the other day, to to remember, you know, and I've shared this before, but I remember laying passed out literally in the gutter in Atlanta, Georgia, you know, between two parked cars where I just, you know, waking up in, you know, and there's beer and urine and everything else running down this, you know, the gutter and, and, and I've just been for the last couple of hours asleep in that stuff, you know, but because of being, just being utterly wasted and, and now waking up in that. And so when, when I'm tempted to look at somebody sleeping out here on the front stoop or passed out in South Beach, you know, that's not me anymore in one sense, but in a very real sense, it, it, it's still me. You, you with me? You guys understand what I'm saying? I need to remember that the only difference between me and that person is grace. It's grace. It's just the goodness of God. I can never earn it. And that's what's so freeing about it. You know, that I don't, I don't have to try. I can just enjoy his love and his goodness and his mercy and, and this grace that we're talking about. This blessed, this happy life of grace is not a self-righteousness. It's, it's you know, it's not self-righteous people that are trying to impress others with how holy they are. Mm-mm. That's fake. Remember that first part, Strong's definition of grace, that which affords joy, pleasure, delight, sweetness, charm, loveliness. It's not a license to sin. I grew up in a church that basically taught that all you had to do was say the right words, pray the right prayer, and then be baptized. And then you could basically live any way you wanted. That's not grace. Grace frees us from sin. According to Romans 6.13, do not present your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourselves to God as being alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you're not under law but under grace. And I've talked about this so many times. You know, the enemy wants us to believe that he invented pleasure and fun and, and, you know, that everything fun and everything exciting, you know, originates with Satan. That that trusting God and living in grace is, is, you know, it's either going to be completely boring or or on that flip side, you know, that grace means you have the the freedom, like one of the guys that, 
I ministered to back in the old days with Models for Christ, you know, he decided that because of grace that he could have one day a week to just go sin and do whatever he wanted. And I'm like, you know, where did you get that from? You know, <laughs> you just made up a new religion. And the thing is, that's how cult groups get started. That's exactly how. There was a Baptist pastor back in the 60s that basically said the same thing and started this big sex cult and taught his people that, you know, that was a great way to show the love of Jesus to a dying world. Sent out all the young women to go have sex with as many men as they could find. And that was their form of, they, they called it flirty fishing. That was their way of witnessing. Seriously, I'm not making this up. And they grew thousands. They were polygamous. You could have, you know, as many relationships as you want, as long as everybody was, was in agreement. And it was just, just this weird thing. But that's how this stuff comes from. It's this loose, you know, quote-unquote, cheap grace. But see, God is the one who gave us the ability to experience pleasure. God is the one who designed us with even the ability to have adventures, to experience excitement, to enjoy good food. You know, we have taste buds because God wanted us to enjoy food and things like that. And where Satan's version makes us slaves to our appetites, to our desires, to our sinful stuff, well, God's pleasures don't leave regrets. There's, there's no hangover from being filled with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> no fear of being found out. You know, I've told you guys, I remember the first time when I'm driving along and I see blue lights in my rearview mirror, and there was this sense of joy because there was no panic. Seriously. <laughs> I had no dope in the car. None. I hadn't been drinking. I'm like, not even speeding. This is awesome. <laughs> this is freedom. I mean, seriously, it was like one more little exciting epiphany for me that I don't have to live in fear anymore. I used to live in fear because I always had tons and tons of illegal substances somewhere hidden in my car. And, and I didn't have any of that anymore. I had nothing to hide, nothing to be afraid of. You know, you're never going to lead anybody to freedom. You're never going to be grace unto another person by living in compromise. It's never going to happen. Never going to happen. Pretend Christianity has absolutely no power. For joining us for this special Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife Elizabeth. Each Friday here on Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert and Elizabeth will be tackling various issues that we face as Christians from a husband and wife perspective. Be sure to join us each Friday for these insightful messages from Pastor Robert and Elizabeth. For more information about Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert, Elizabeth, and Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, log on to MainThingRadio.com. That's MainThingRadio.com. At our website, you'll find today's broadcast for you to listen to or download. We also encourage you to prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. With a gift of any amount, we will send you an MP3 CD of the current series Pastor Robert is teaching through here on Main Thing Radio. A secure option for you to give has been provided via PayPal. That's all available at MainThingRadio.com. We'd also like to encourage you to follow us on Twitter. 
A link to subscribe to our Twitter feed is available on MainThingRadio.com. Again, thanks so much for joining us today. Remember to join us on Monday as Pastor Robert will continue teaching verse by verse through the Word of God. That's next time on Main Thing Radio.